Hey ladies, welcome back to Field by Faith Podcast. We're your hosts, Jocelyn Haas and Michaela Johnson, and continue listening for today's episode. didn't notice we changed the name of our podcast from save the girls to fueled by faith and that's simply just because Kay and I were thinking about how save the girls could come off and we never want it to be like we're trying to get the glory for girls or women coming to their faith and so in my heart and in Kay's heart we just really felt like that was the wrong way to word what we were trying to get across by our name and so we came up with the name fueled by faith and obviously everything Kay and I do is fueled by our faith and that's what we want essentially all the women and girls who listen we want them to be fueled by their faith as well. So that's kind of how we came up with that. Thought it was cute and we just decided that this was the month that we were going to change that. So anyway, so today's episode is going to be mainly about being humble and what that means and how as Christians it's super important for us to gain the character of being humble. So I wanted to start the conversation out with sharing the actual definition of humble, and then we're also going to share just two scriptures um, from the Bible, obviously, that talk about being humble. So Google's definition of humble is having or showing a modest or low esteem of one's own importance, which I love that because the Bible talks so much about giving more to others than you receive and thinking more about others than you think about yourself. We're not to be selfish in this world. That's not why we were put here. We were put here to love each other and to give. Like God created us to give. Um, so I love how it says, not of your own importance. Because mm-hmm. we're not, we really are insignificant in this world. Like one of us versus billions of people. Um, so yeah, I just love the definition of that. Do it. And one of the, we looked up scripture right after looking up the definition too. And one of the scriptures that really stuck out to me was Proverbs eleven twelve, And I, I love Proverbs and I was in church not too long ago, probably a month now. And one of the pastors was like, if you want to get more wise, read a proverb, proverb a day. There's 32 Proverbs. Like you can read a proverb a day or is it 31 Proverbs? I don't know. It's 31 to 32. I think there's 31. Read a proverb no matter what day it is and you'll get more wise. And I'm like, dude, that's good. (laughs) But um, it's Proverbs 11 verse 12. When pride comes, then comes disgrace. And with humble is wisdom. With the humble is wisdom. And like what I got from that is like when we're prideful and like being prideful to me is like when like you're cocky basically. Mm. That's exactly what I think of when I think of pride. Like literally somebody like being like out of their character like cocky like I'm better than you like that's what I think of right away when I think of pride but like when you're humble like it's like what Jess said like it's not about ourselves it's about other people and we're going to share some later in the episode we're going to share some of our own examples of like how we're humbled every day or when we're humbled and it's just like that really spoke to me because I'm like dude like if I don't want to be prideful I that's one of my big pet peeves is when somebody is full of pride like it annoys me like it irks my spirit so I'm like dude so that's one of the things I really strive to not be like is prideful Mm. like I want to be more humble and so when I read that verse I was like dang yeah and I've read it before but I I think it almost stood up to me now thinking about humility yeah sometimes that's why the bible and reading your bible is so amazing because 
verses that you hear over and over. And I was just listening to this message from this one lady and she was saying verses that you could read over and over and hear all the time one day just stick out to you. And that's the Holy Spirit trying to show you something in the Bible. And that's one of the ways that God speaks to you. But we overlook that so quickly. And one thing that you said when I first started like actually reading my Bible, like because for you guys that it's your first time listening, first welcome. And two, like um, we're happy to have you here. And so Joss and me, like a little background, we've known each, we grew up together. And then Joss started in her walk with Jesus a little bit before I did. And so she was reading her Bible a little bit before I did. And one time me and Jaws were having a conversation before we started the podcast, and she's like, it's called the living word of God because mm. it's living. Mm-hmm. Like it always replies to your life in a different way. Yeah. And I've always thought about it that way, but until now it really, as you were talking, I'm like, dude, yeah, we've talked about this before. So. Because think about it. How can scriptures that are thousands of years old still dude. make sense to our lives currently? It's so crazy it's to crazy. me. It's crazy. It's crazy how God even works, dude. It is. It's nuts. But so speaking on that topic, I've been reading in Philippians because it's a really short book. Yeah. And I think it's like four chapters. It's pretty short. So I read it quick and I forget, I was listening to something and I was like, I need to read that. So I went and read it and something that the Lord is really teaching me is how to be humble. Um, Because as much as I love to think of myself as a down-to-earth person and somebody who, you know, doesn't think highly of themselves... I'm learning each day that I can be so selfish in certain areas and I forget where, I think it might have been, it was in the sermon on Sunday where he was like, no matter how much we could be doing something for others, somehow we always tend to turn it back around onto ourselves. And I was like, yo, that is so true because I work in ministry and so some days I'm in there even though obviously the people that I'm serving are in much worse circumstances than me somehow I go in there and I'm like oh they just treated me so bad and they just made me so tired and they're cussing at me and this and that and like the bible says we got to turn the other cheek and as much as that can be so hard because we just want to get in our flesh we want to talk to them just like how they're talking to us and we want to you know give them our two cents too the Holy Spirit just stops you in that moment and it's like, but would that be beneficial to you? Mm-hmm. How would that benefit you in that moment? What would be the repercussions of you saying that? How would you make that person feel that's already in a circumstance worse than yours if you said that? No. Probably worse than they already are feeling. And right. that's why they're cussing at you because they are feeling exactly how they're expressing to you. Right. So we have to remind ourselves of that. That we need to give people grace just like God gave us grace. And we need to humble ourselves and remember God or Jesus died for us. Mm -hmm. People who did not deserve it. People who were sinning against him. People that were just calling him out of his name, calling him out of his character. He still chose to die for that person. Mm -hmm. If that's not humble, that's literally the most humble it could be. Yeah, exactly. He gave his life for people he didn't even know yet. For people that he knew would deny him. He still chose to die. Mm-hmm. And so, sorry. No, do it. I just wanted to give the scripture that I was going to read, but got off track. Um, Philippians 2, 3 through 11. Do, not, do nothing from rivalry or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. 
have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men. I got the chills, for real, because even though Jesus could have very well been sent to this earth and been walking around like, I'm perfect, I was born without sin, like, God chose me, Mm -hmm. he could have easily walked around this earth so arrogant, so cocky, and he chose to be so low Mm -hmm. and serve us and wash our feet for our own mistakes. Mm -hmm. Like, he was washing us even though we were the ones who made the mistakes. Mm -hmm. Is that not crazy? Dude, and I was just telling Joss about this too before. Um, One of my, like, most humbling situations recently was I was, and I get humbled every single day, but I was, um, I watched the pastor probably like three months ago now or so, and um, in that movie it talks about, like, or literally shows like exactly what happened to Jesus through biblical times and just everything and um what it says in the bible very good example of like what actually happened to Jesus and um backtrack they I recently this person stopped talking to me and it really hurt my feelings and I was like hurt I was angry I was all feeling all types of emotions and in the moment I was like praying and I was like god I just don't get it like I don't get why you took him out of my life why they just stopped talking to me like I don't understand this like this actually really hurts my feelings and right in the moment like the scene of like Mary sitting at Jesus's feet like Mm. just being like just looking up to him and being like thank you for doing what you did and one just like those people literally like murdered Jesus in front of her and Mm. she still was there just sitting there being like I still love you guys anyways like I know this is for a bigger purpose and like even like with Jesus like it's like with any situation, like Jesus really humbles you because it's like every single day I do something that isn't biblical or that isn't godly and Jesus still forgives me every single day. And the fact that he'll still forgive me no matter what I do. I could murder somebody, not saying I would, but <laughs> Jesus will still forgive me. Yeah. And the fact that like if Jesus can forgive me for if I were to murder somebody, I should be able to forgive somebody for like, so it's just, like, the humbling that Jesus does, like, with any situation. It's, like, even with the kids I work with. If I stay mad at these kids all day, what is that going to do? Mm-hmm. Like, and Jesus, like, humbles me. He's, like, I forgive you every single night. And you're not going to forgive them for talking? Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just, like, that's where we got to have the grace for people. But it's, like, learning to be humble. Yeah. You know? And as you were talking and then you, like kind of said it too is is jesus knew the bigger picture jesus and mary knew the bigger picture why he was dying like he knew that him dying meant life for millions and billions to come after him Mm -hmm. so that is kind of what we need to keep in our heads or i need to keep in my head in certain circumstances where i want to act out of my flesh like see the bigger picture you might be the only image of god that this person experiences or the only not the only image of god because we're all made in the image of god but the only love of god that this person might experience today or maybe this week or maybe in their lives you never know Mm -hmm. like this 
act of kindness, even though they're being rude and you're able to stay calm, calm, they might look at you and be like, why aren't they upset? Like, why are they so calm right now? Why are they at peace even though I'm screaming at them? Mm-hmm. That might get them to think more. Mm-hmm. And I work at a Christian facility, so they know that the staff is all Christian and it's all... The ministry is supposed to be based around introducing them to God and having them accept Christ as their savior to help them out of their circumstances. So, you know, especially in addiction, it's really interesting. There's like books on it and stuff. I don't know a whole lot of the research, but I've read part of this one book um, and it was talking about the difference between recovery and people that is based around religion and recovery and people who don't have a religious grounding and the statistics of people having a religious like or christian um based recovery is their recovery ends up being more successful and working you know for a longer period of time than somebody who doesn't have that and i just found that so interesting because this goes back on to a whole nother topic but just looking for and searching for other things to fill the void that only God can fill. Mm. And I made a post on our Instagram this week, actually yesterday, about how I tend to try to fill these voids with friends, with family, with approval of others, with likes on Instagram, with all these things that I'm just going to constantly be chasing and never feel, feel fulfilled and end up being discouraged because the only true thing that can fill that void is God. And even my bestest of friends can't fill that void for me. Mm -hmm. And so, of course, people are always going to let you down. Family, friends, people are never going to meet your expectations because they are not God. Mm -hmm. And only God is perfect and only he knows exactly what you need when you need it. So when we're looking to all these things, of course, we're going to feel sad and broken and heartbroken. Because these things are of the world. They're Mm -hmm. never going to be perfect. And it's not fair for us to put that on them, Mm -hmm. no matter who it is, or a relationship, or even a husband. Sometimes as women, we think that that's the next thing that's going to make us happy. And I learned that literally from getting married. Everybody was like, oh, like acting like I just won the lottery. I'm like, I mean, yes, like having a husband's amazing. Right. But that was never my end goal of like, life Mm -hmm. life still happens after having a husband fights still happen divorce is still a thing i mean as christians it shouldn't be on the table but i'm Mm -hmm. just saying like who knows what's in store so like if i were to just put my happiness inside of my marriage inside of my husband i would still be unfulfilled because we're missing the picture god is the only thing that can fill that dude and a lot of times too i have to remind myself that like and I even was, I have a prayer partner that's in, um, at school and I, we don't, I pray for her behind the scenes, but we just talk every day and I just ask her how her day is going and everything. And one of the topics we got on was, cause she was talking to me about her family and I was telling her, I was like, I know we take a lot of the weight on our shoulders and we want to talk about it, but we have to remember that only God knows how we feel. And I constantly reminded myself in that in that moment, I almost felt like I was talking to my younger self and myself because I'm like, I really expect a lot of people to just know how I want them to respond, how I, they should just know how I feel. Like I really used to think that. And then God really reminded me, he was like, I'm the only one that knows. 
no matter what. Like, if you're hurt, you have to say something because this person does not know. And God feels everything we feel. So it's like, when we're sad, God knows how we feel and he understands that. And so one, that gives us comfort. And two, like, that, just like Josh said, that's like me like putting the expectations on people when they don't even know I expect them to feel that way, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it also takes, like, back onto the topic of being humble, it takes um, humility to be able to open up and be vulnerable to people because sometimes we just want to walk around with our ego and be like, well, they should just know I'm clearly upset. That's clearly rude. But sometimes people really are just either set in their ways and do things without thinking or maybe they had a bad day and didn't realize they took it out on you. Mm -hmm. So it takes being humble to be able to be like, hey, you hurt me in this. Right. And like, you know, I'm not upset, but this is how you hurt me. Right. And that's okay to talk. Like that's a good, yeah, healthy conversation to have with somebody in your life because otherwise you hold resentment and bitterness and then the next thing you know it, you're just like, "Mm," to that person. Like I see it happen in marriages so much, like especially in my family. You can just see sometimes the resentment that long marriages can develop Mm. and it's really sad and I always that's one of my prayers like I just pray that Xavier and I never become that because you never know like maybe you start slipping up maybe you don't end up expressing something that bothers you as small as like walking past a pile of laundry that needs to be done or just putting your your dish on the side of the sink and not rinsing it before you do you know like something small like that that we wouldn't even think of can start building up and building up and building up and if we don't talk about it and express that it bothers you how are we expecting them to understand and then stop doing it if we don't Mm, tell them right even in friendship like it can be hard sometimes because you don't want to ever make your friends feel bad but you don't want to end up having resentment towards that person and then the relationship ends because of that. Right. Like me and Kay have had to have conversations before too. And not that it was necessarily anything that we were doing wrong. Yeah. But it's just sometimes some people say things that bother you or they do something that bothers you. And you just have to express that. Exactly. So that it doesn't continue to go on. So right. that you can have a healthy relationship. Exactly. And, and that's okay. And if we didn't have that type of friendship, we wouldn't be where we are today. Right. You know, like we have to, we had to realize that like if you, you need to talk about it. It's healthy. Just like Josh said, like, if we just let everything go, like, that's great. But at the same time, like, you're just literally just sliding it under the table and be like, well, and then again, resentment builds up mm-hmm. without you even realizing it. So no, that is a, uh, and again, back to the humility, it takes humility to get to that point to actually yeah. realize that, you know? Yeah. And if you don't have, like, if relationships in your life aren't that where you're comfortable being able to express yourself they shouldn't be in your life right like or at least as close to you like maybe as an acquaintance but the closest people to my life what am i saying the closest (laughs) people to me um i'm able to have those open and honest conversations with because i just am at the point in life where i need that i can't have fake relationships i can't have fake friendships I can't hold things in because that's not how God created us to truly be. Like he wants us to live life loving each other, being able to talk to each other when we have conflict, and then move on. Mm -hmm. And then move on. One of the things, um, 
our counselor was telling me <laughs> was that um, she was like, because I was telling her about a, a situation where I get very upset about. She was like, it's okay to feel the way you feel, but what you have to realize is you have to feel the way you feel and move on. Mm. Like, feel it. It's good to feel those things and like realize that your feelings are valid and that that's all right. But you need to re- remember that like, yes, I forgive this person. Now I have to move on. I can't mm. hold resentment. And I was like, dang, dude, because I think I get so frustrated with people. And then I'm like, oh, and I yeah. just want to freak out. Sorry, that was really weird. But I just <laughs> want to like freak out. And I'm like, but this isn't it. Yeah. You know, and like with me and Joss too, like if I have questions about something with other people, I'm like, can you give me an example of how you would respond to this? She can give me those re- examples because we have that type of relationship yeah. because we've been able to be like that with each other. Mm. So when like be- just before this, I was asking her for advice and right away she has the things that I almost need because I'm yeah. like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do in this situation. Yeah, that's So good. yeah. I'm stumped. I know. I don't know what else to say. I feel like it was like perfect. Like we wanted to make it a little bit of a shorter one. Yeah, because it's a little later than normal. Um, So anyway, we ended up like always all over the place. But one thing we always pray is that the spirit of God just flows through us and that we say what we need to say and what the people who are going to listen need to hear. Yeah. Um, So hopefully this is that for you and that it ministered to you in some kind of way, just from sharing our experiences and our life and the revelation we get from scripture, which is what our podcast is all about. We love you guys so much. We honestly care about and appreciate every person who listens because again this isn't for us at all right this is to help women grow in their faith and to help women who are hungry for god just like us and just hearing our stories hopefully inspires you yes um so leave a review follow us on facebook on tiktok um let us seriously dm us like justice said we really do care about you guys dm us on instagram anytime you need prayer requests we do want to pray for you guys we do pray for you guys Yes, we love you guys. We hope you stay cool by faith. Amen.